0: Hello and welcome to the Antioch Fort Worth weekly podcast. At Antioch, our desire is to cultivate a passion for Jesus and his purposes on the earth. To connect with us in community, partner with us through giving, or visit on a Sunday morning, please visit AntiochFortWorth.com. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon from lead pastor, Jamie Miller. Okay, we're flowing, right? So, uh, yeah, we just, that video, uh, you just, Anybody ever done a video before? You just you go in, you just do it, you say it. It's all just one take. It's easy. I'm kidding. It, I really do want you to see it though. It's gonna be. It's a. It's a great video piece. I just got to saw the last. See the last cut uh, this morning even, and um, so it explains a bunch of about who we are and, and where we've come from through this through this word on uh, Nathan and how that word. Uh, Years ago, uh, the, the, the Nathan word, the Lord gave that to me kind of in a dramatic way. And I understood, it's a Hebrew word that means given. And it's used over 1,800 times in the Old Testament. And what I understood was, was that my life was to be given for God and given, given to God and given for others. And that has been tremendously encouraging down through the years. And then, uh, it's wild, 18 months ago, I was pulling into this parking lot. And I was going to a, to, a, to a prayer meeting right in the prayer room right there with our elders. I think Micah was there as well. And right as I pulled into the parking lot, I remembered that word, Nathan. And it just kind of, is like the Lord was highlighting that. And I went in and I shared that with the guys. And they were just saying, yeah, what if that was the word for our whole generosity push, our whole generosity initiative? And it has been uh, it's just been so fun for me, but also just to hear little kids come up and say they're Nathan people. I'm a Nathan person, or you know, just I'm given to God and given for others, and that we as a church are given to God and given for others. It's been pretty incredible. It's been a pretty incredible journey over this over this time, and and the Lord has continued to pour out in us a deposit of love that leads to an ever-deepening hope. That's where, that's where hope always flows. When you know you're loved by God, hope's always on the horizon. It's right there. It's always there for us. And wh- what does faith grow out of? It grows out of hope. Out of the seedbed of hope, faith springs up in our lives. Faith, hope, love, all of that together. And I would just highlight again here that um, I was worshiping on Friday morning. I was at my house and in the study there and worshiping. Listening to some old Brian and Katie Torwalt, I'm a lover of your presence. And um, there was this line in one of those songs I was listening to, and it was, it's, it said, We've only just begun to see the grace. And I was reminded, like, you guys, we have only just begun to see the grace of God. I mean, really, we've only just begun. Like, Ephesians chapter 2, 6 and 7 says that God has seated us with Him, with Christ Jesus in the heavenly realms, in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages He can reveal to us His incomparable riches of His grace expressed to us in His kindness in Christ Jesus. Like, it's going to be something we're going to be getting to see forever and ever and ever. It's more than anything you've ever thought about. It's bigger. It's greater. It's grander. It's more global. It's more universal. It's absolutely incredible. It's the grace of God. And this grace, it's like the way we talk about it, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the cycle of grace. The, the cycle of grace. God pours out His grace... And then we receive it and share it, and then it returns as thanksgiving and praise to God. So that's called literally, in Greek, it's the dance of the graces. Charis is God's grace to us. Charisma is that gift flowing in and through us to others. And then Eucharista is the thanksgiving and praise that flows back to God. We'll talk about it in a couple weeks out of 2 Corinthians 9. But that's what we're talking about here is this cycle of grace that we totally want to be in on. And our key passage for today and for this series is John 3:16. John 3:16. A lot of you guys have it memorized, but may you never be the same after this series on being given. Because this is the part of it's the it's part of who God is. It's his character. It's his image. It's his very being. God in His person is a giving God from all eternity. Father, for the Son, and for the Holy Spirit, for one another. Sharing that love of self-giving, caring about the other. And so we want to be in on that. Let's read this Bible verse together. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And can we just read that together? I don't know if you can see it on the screen or not, but if you've got your Bible, whatever, you can even read a different version. God hears it. It's all good, right? For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. This is the Word of God, and we all together say, thanks be to God. Amen. Thanks be to God. So, what's happening in this series is, that's going to be kind of the key verse, but a lot of times we think about that verse in terms of a tract, or, hey, you need to believe this so you can go to heaven one day, but listen, that is, there's so much happening there. For God so loved that He gave. That's unbelievably rich, and so the, the, the messages in this series, in the given series, which means Nathan in Hebrew, but it's love given. That's what we're talking about today. Next week is life given. And then the next week is generosity given. It's all, this is all just who God is and who He wants us to be as His people. Then the next week is community given. And on, on that final week, we'll be out here in the parking lot again, and that will be purpose Purpose given. As the Father sent me, I'm sending you. Receive the Holy Spirit and walk into the purpose that is the very triune God of love and His purpose for the world is that His life and love and grace would be, would be known. So we're talking about love given. And, and I'll just say this. If I could just boil this short message. Everybody say short. message. Short message. <laughs> This short message into one sentence, it's this. God has given us his love so that we can live in that love and share that love with others, right? And God's given his love. This is the great, that's the greatest commandment. Love God. It's the second greatest commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. And I, as I'm thinking about this given series and the, the love that God's given us, from all eternity, it was His plan. He's inviting us. It's, a, it's an invitation. It's a participation. It's hospitality. I mean, isn't that what hospitality is? Let me invite you into my world. God's saying, I'm inviting you right on in. Come on in here. Let's enjoy this love. Welcome. God is saying, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're here. So here we go. Two main ideas and I think we'll do this in about five minutes, seven. Everybody good with that? Just, just uh, got it. I think I got it tight. I think I can say it. You know, and what you got to watch up here too is, is your iPad gets frozen by the sun and it stops working. Anybody ever had that happen? Happened a couple of weeks ago. I was like, <laughs> I'll just figure it out. Okay, so love given is central to God's identity. It's who God is, right? That's who God is, is, is self-giving, other-centered love. It's the heart of God's identity from all eternity. It's the heart of the gospel. It's the heart of the Bible. It's the heart of the New Testament. It's the heart of who He's calling us to be as His image bearers, right? As God's people on God's mission, bearing His image together. When we say Jesus Christ the Son of the living God, we are saying, Jesus, you are the Christ, the anointed one in the Holy Spirit, the Son of the living God. You are the eternal Son of the eternal Father and your shared love and communion together in the Holy Spirit. That's what we're saying when we say, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So to talk about who God is means we are always talking about love given. Right? So for God so loved, like John saw this. I think Paul saw this, for God so loved the world. Paul said it like this, for He chose us in Him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in His sight. In love, He predestined us for adoption to sonship. Even before the world was created, God had a loving plan to include us in His love. It's good news. I mean, it's really good news. John, later in life, in 1 John 4, verse 10, said it like this, he defi- he's defining love through the love-giving nature of God he says, he says it this way, this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins So love given is it's who God is it's his identity. If you want to just look at a couple more uh, verses with me, John chapter John chapter 15, it's Jesus talking to the disciples. And he says it this way, John 15, verse 9. As the Father has loved me, now just think about this. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you in the same way. Wow. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I kept my father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that your joy may be complete and your so that your joy may be complete. And my command is this Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. And so again he's talking about love in terms of self giving where we prefer the other, where we see the other person, where we don't just live for ourselves, but we live for God's love flowing through us to others. At the end of John 17, the famous prayer before the cross, in John 17, verse 23, he says that he's praying for our unity as his people. He says, I pray that they will be brought to complete unity, and check it out, so then the world will know that you sent me, Father, that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. So, I mean, how can this be? How can God the Father love us with the same love that he has for the Son of God from all eternity? It's because it's a nonstop, never-ending Niagara of infinite, outpouring love. Come on. That's what God does. That's who God is, Father I want those you've given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory. And here he defines it. He defines what that glory is. The glory you've given me. Because you've loved me before the creation of the world. Yes, that's our God. That's God's identity. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you. And I know that they know that you've sent me. I've made you known. And I love this. One of my life verses, I've made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love that you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. You know, there's a reason why we have those banners right there that say a passion for Jesus. That passion for Jesus flows right out of John 17, 26, a passion for Jesus is this prayer that's going to be answered. Think about it. Jesus is praying this prayer over us. And for us to even, it blows our minds that we will have the Father's love for the Son of God. Come on. I mean, that's just absolutely mind-blowing and incredible, a passion for Jesus like that. But that's who God is. That's what He's bringing us into. That's the first piece, is that love given is central to God's identity, but it's also central to our identity that's the other piece i want to just hit on here is that god so loved us that he gave his one and only son for us that we might not die or perish but have eternal life with him forever and ever that's us everybody just say that together that's us that's us that's our identity we're formed in the image of that god you know today is groundbreaking sunday It's a groundbreaking Sunday for what we're about to do here with the building. But I'm telling you, every time we proclaim the love of God in Jesus Christ, it is a groundbreaking Sunday. It's Carol's time because God's love breaks in through hard places and hurt places and places where we've been wounded and set back and beat up in our minds and addicted and all those kinds of things that happen. And God brings His love right there, right here. And it's, it's like... Caro's time. This is not a normal Sunday, by the way. Anybody realize that? You know, we will look back by God's grace, just like we're able to look back. You look back on your life, you can't see it always in the moment. But you look back and you go, "Wow. God was leading us through that time. Jesus was the Lord through that time. Jesus was the king. The power of the Holy Spirit was working in my life and I can see that now. Wow. And all of the things that have led up, even to this moment of us being here and us, it, you know, doing like, just so everybody knows, like, this is, wasn't my, my big dream in life was to one day get to do this. Just been following Jesus. But all of a sudden, I'm waking up and I'm going, this is an important day. It's an important day because that's who we are. God's put his identity in us. And I just want to say that everybody that's here, and everybody that you will ever see on planet Earth is someone that God loves with an unsurpassable love. All the people that you think you get in arguments with on Facebook, He loves them. He died for them. All the people in that other party, He loves them. Come on. He, he absolutely loves it. He died for them. He puts unsurpassable value on every person On planet earth. And it's such good news. That's who we are. That's who our identity is. And his love is breaking in to us. And it's breaking in through us. That's what's happening even today. His love is breaking in at Antioch. And in Fort Worth. And in this region. And in this state. In this nation. And in the nations of the earth. That's what God is doing through the cross of Jesus Christ. It's the pinnacle expression of God's self-giving, other-centered, agape, willing-to-die-for love. That's who God is. That's what He's done. That's what He's doing. That's what He will do. He's not changing. That is His love for us. It's the good news that God, and it's so very personal, that God loves us. That God loves me. And He wants you to really, 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 know that love. He doesn't just reveal things to us so we can know it in our heads. He reveals it to us so that we can we, we get the revelation so that we can begin to walk it out and start being and living as people of love that look like Jesus Christ, that look like His disciples, that know Him. And it's so easy for us, for me, to hide because of something that happened, and it just I, I, there's shame or there's guilt, but He just keeps bringing me on and forward and taking the next steps with Him. Anybody know what I'm talking about? That's what He does. That's who He is. And He wants us to love Him, bring us into this love for Him and love for others. So what we're about to do is we're going to do a little prayer walk here around through this way. Come on, Aaron and, and um, around the building. We're going to have some prayer stations, but we're not stopping. It's just people of God on the mission of God for the glory of God. We're just walking all the way around. We're going to stay moving. But before we do that, I just want to just say a couple, just a couple thoughts here. My heart is so filled with vision today. You know, and I was, I was just praying about this space and, uh, you know, again... We, when we started, we didn't even have a vision for a building. That we're a cell church. We meet house to house. We just need a place to meet on Sundays. But as we've matured and grown, the word gave us a Lord. The, the Lord gave us a word in moving down here to Fort Worth, that to have a headquarters for a church planting movement. And now you walk in those things for a long time before you get to see some of them. You know, when we started the church in January, it'll be 28 years ago. 28 years ago, I didn't know anybody who'd planted a church. I didn't know church planters. Now that's a common term, but we didn't know them back then. And there were people that did not understand what we were trying to do. And they were like, I don't know. But there was grace from God for that. And then we started doing this whole multi-ethnic, epicenter, life-giving, multiplying, Christ-manifesting, Father's love-receiving, Holy Spirit-empowered church stuff. And we started seeing that give birth to other churches. And we sent out hundreds of people to plant new churches. And some people didn't understand. And shook their heads, I just don't understand. I remember being in pastor's meetings, furrowed brows, tilted head, you know, because we're explaining stuff, you know, but that's the vision God gave us. And there was grace there for that. And then we got this vision. We were up in Grapevine, meeting by the Grapevine Golf Course. And the Lord started speaking to us about Fort Worth. Moving to Fort Worth. Over 20 miles. Moving down to Fort Worth. And there were people that didn't understand. But I'm telling you, there was grace from God for each one of those moves. And even right now, as I've shared with some different people, yes, God's leading us. He is providing for us to build a building out during the middle of the pandemic. And some don't understand, but I'm telling you, I'm sensing that same sense of adventure and faith rising in my heart that we're going to be able to look back by God's grace and say, wow, how God provided for us during this time. It's exciting, man. I'm I'm just telling you, it's exciting. And the Lord really was showing up on Friday in prayer. And I just, I had to just, I, I, I don't know if you guys remember this, but when we were coming down, I had this vision. I just saw a map of Dallas and Fort Worth, if you're Dallas oriented, sorry. But I saw Jesus rising up out of Fort Worth gigantic over the nation and fire shooting out from Fort Worth to the nations of the earth. And I hadn't thought about that in a while, but then on Friday, I saw, Je- it's like in my mind's eye, I saw Jesus rising up out of our new auditorium and fire shooting to this region, to the nation and to the nations. And it was firing me up and I had, <laughs> I called Aaron and I said, bro, man, I just, this is Incredible. And I think that we've only just begun to dream about the presence of God falling and living and this being a thin place between heaven and earth and God moving in and through us as we get this thing all finished out. And we do have a headquarters for a church planning movement. Anybody in? All right. We're lovers of the presence of God. And so if you would stand up right now, we are going to do a little prayer walk here. And we're going to start, we're going to have some ushers even help. We're going to be moving to, right here at the front. It's going to be going right through this area. There's going to be some prayer stations along the way. Don't stop. Just keep walking. It'll, it'll take us five or ten minutes to do this, to move all the way around the building and come back. And then we've got a few more special things. So you want to come back, get to your seats, and we're going to praise the Lord. Aaron, Lindy do this.